When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. Brett's here. Big Dick Toledo still not here. And uh, churning right along. Proving once again that nobody is really all that necessary in life. You are replaceable. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you Monday. Uh, it's a uh, it's a glorious day. Again, if I put it in the ether as a FanDuel bet, I could basically say there would be a shutout in basketball, just to say it. I would say there's – I actually would have to be the opposite. I'd say there's no way anybody scores a point tonight. Uh, or or I, I would say safe bet. I would have to say it's going to be 300 to 300. It would be a shutout. If I'd say there's no way there won't be – a shutout. It'd be a shutout. Uh, me, but uh, last night, me and all of everybody else who imagined how the NBA Finals would go didn't imagine two teams hitting forty plus three pointers. <laughs> unreal shooting gallery last night. Probably the greatest display of basketball skill I've ever watched. Forty plus three pointers went in in the NBA Finals with the two best defensive teams. In the league. It I almost was, lost my voice saying, boom, go, there goes yeah, the dynamite. Yeah, it, was, it was amazing. The shooting was incredible. Uh, so, yeah, uh, nobody saw the Celtics hitting 120. I was looking at Vegas uh, stats at the end of the night. The percentage of bets that the Celtics don't get to 110 was huge. The percentage of bets that they don't get to 100 was huge. The, they just didn't see them as that team. They were electric. It was amazing basketball. Maybe I don't know if it it was they were down like thirteen points with a couple of four or five minutes to go. Ended up winning that they were up twelve with a minute left. They just went and they went crazy. It was phenomenal basketball and uh, and nobody saw it. So of course I had the uh, you know the big parlay going with my one safe bet, which is this is an under. This doesn't go to two fifteen. <laughs> right. Nobody's going to score one hundred and ten points in this game. Two best defensive teams in the league. And I missed by just that bet, just that part alone. The one that I was, I started the whole parlay like, this is the one. Got this one, check. Yeah, you know what my thing is? I, you know, the problem is here, Brig, I'm not betting enough. These little pissant baby bets I'm throwing around. I need to start putting some real money down. 
<laughs> that's yeah, that's, I mean, that's the problem. It's like the we the, should text next up to five three three four two. No, 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 no. That thing, <laughs> that's for people who lose their money. I, I like to play with my money. It's different. No, it was a it was a big one. It was fun, fun game last night. And then afterwards, uh, Brady had texted uh, the boys was out early. The boys oh, season wow. three had started, which is great. I'm like, oh, I thought it was Friday, but they did a Thursday night release and they had the first episode of season three. And Brett, I've never seen it before. I'm happy to say. That it has finally come around. I have seen the actual act of it, but I've never seen it uh, portrayed in television. Uh, termite, I, for those of you this is not a spoiler <laughs> alert, Termite went into a man's urethra, and we got oh. a, yeah, it was like a GoPro, and, and we got to see. Your comment of uh, Termite, Ant-Man's got nothing on yeah, Termite. Ant-Man's got nothing on Termite. <laughs> Ant-Man, it, look, Marvel movies are flat boring. They're the country music of entertainment. It's for dumb people. You're not that hard to entertain. Uh, it's real simple stuff. It's flashes and booms and excitement. Their stories are boring. They don't last. Five years from now, nobody's going to want to watch the new Thor again. It's it's for the time. I get it. It's it's Saturday popcorn. Those soups are boring. They're Godzilla movies. The Marvel movies are, are the 1960s and 70s Saturday popcorn Godzilla movie. You watch it once, you're done. Uh, you remember it because it was so silly, and then it just kind of goes into the ether. That's why they make a million of them. They know none of them have staying power. Uh, this uh, this episode of The Boys in this series, The Boys, the way they blow heads up is just maybe the best I've ever seen. But, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. But uh, being in a urethra as a superhero is probably the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and just like finally, I said it last night, I'm like finally. Years and years of being a television aficionado and loving TV and uh, never on the Cosby Show or 90210 or Seinfeld or Friends. Did anyone climb into another urethra and we got the camera shot they bring of that? sounding into the mix. Superhero sounding. Sounding on a, on a regular show. Phenomenal work, writers. So even I, those are those moments I'd want to be in the writer's room. Let's have term. Because the, the crazy part is, and I'm, again, I'm not giving it away because I can't visually paint the picture better than what you're going to see. Uh, but it's uh, Termite is a gay superhero. We didn't know that really till after his big performance when he's banging a Barbie doll because he can shrink and grow like he's, he can become huge oh, man. and little. And, uh, and he's banging a Barbie doll, and it was very funny. Uh, he's in a Barbie house at a party, and then he goes to his – he does some stuff, and then his boyfriend's <laughs> all turned on by him and says uh, – they start kissing in this back room, and the boyfriend goes, I want you in me. And i like, all right. And so then he, he shrinks way down, and I'm like, oh, no. And uh, Megan goes, oh, I hope I don't show a butthole. And they didn't. They showed a urethra. And then we both were like, oh, good. And and when he starts going in it, you're like, this is fantastic television. This is as good as it gets. The simulation is completely shattered that this is now entertainment that people understand is a thing guys do, mostly gay ones, that uh, fiddling around with their urethra is a sexual pleasure that we didn't realize. Grandma and Grandpa never told us about that. They never knew about it. Phenomenal. And... Uh, and I got to say, the realism. Must see TV. It is must see TV. It is better than Cheers. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of uh, Better Call Saul, but that's more cerebral. This is just visually stunning. And I wonder in 10 years or 15 years if when he's in the urethra and we're gonna, and we watch again, you'd be like, ugh, the special effects are terrible. That's not what the inside of a urethra looks like. Kind of like the way Land of the Lost looked so bad all the time. Right. Like, I wonder if. I don't think you can. I, I think it holds up. You think for I, I yeah. think eventually this is this is the thing that breaks the glass ceiling and we're going to be seeing inside urethras a lot more. Well, I've seen inside the urethra anyway because they did a like thirty years from now you're picturing a, a dad 
with his kids. Like you're watching, I take Kirby and we watch original Star Wars, and every yeah. now and then she's like, ah, oh, this, yeah, the effects on this. Wonder if it'll happen with the it boys. Is. The boys will. Years it now. will. We're going to be looking at that, going, oh, that's not what the inside of urethra looks like. The because uh, <laughs> I have that little camera, that bee bird that goes in your ear, and just out of curiosity, I didn't do it. I checked online. Camera in sounding camera, you know, I put all the codes in. And sure enough, uh, Pornhub's way ahead of the game. Again, porn invented it, and then now the boys are just. But they had a camera. A guy put it in, sounded with a little light camera right into the urethra. Oh. And I got to say, the boys did a pretty good job of making that. Laugh. They might have seen the same video, which sparked the idea, but you're in a urethra during the episode, and you would not be, you'll, trust me, you won't be sickened by it. You'll giggle. You won't. Uh, I was, I was giggling like a little girl. I'm like, this is hilarious. This is. Just great. You're right about the land of the lost thing, but yeah, I mean, they did it just well enough. Yeah, to like you weren't paying attention yeah. to the special effects. Now going back, knowing you might go back and go, oh, clearly that's just rubber. But for the most part, it's uh, it was great, and it's TV. This, I mean, the simulation is so broken that we'll accept this as as entertainment. Uh, three things happened yesterday, and and I'm just like, well, there's no guard, there's no guardian anymore. The, the gatekeeper is gone. That little Asian key master from Matrix, he's very real and he's missing because somebody's playing with the computer. Uh, that thing, I, I don't even know her name. I, I had it here. Uh, the one who can't be on an airplane because her boobs are 22 pounds. Yeah. Uh, and that story's going all over the place. She's not famous. She's, no. She's not talented. She's done nothing except. Somehow or another, talk someone into giving her enough plastic surgery that her breasts weigh 22 pounds. And they are absurd. She Cartoons, you wouldn't draw this. Let her alone her face. Uh, yeah, I think they, they oh. did a little very, yeah, the face. Mary Magdalene. 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 Mary uh, Magdalene from Mary the Bible? Mary Magdalene, yeah. That's her name. Well, it's, they, she spells it different, but yeah, that's her. She's nasty. Look at this. Oh, it's just horrible looking. And... Hideous. Ridiculously ugly human being. And she's trying and she's getting famous because American Airlines. And ca- you know what? <laughs> Great work, American Airlines. I don't want this mental patient sitting next to me. If we're supposed to see something, say something, target that. That type of thing needs to be pointed out in public and shunned. Even Jesus wouldn't fall for that, Mary Magdalene. Jesus has nothing. This is more proof there isn't a Jesus or a God, Brady, because nobody nobody in their right mind is a Surgeon, that's the one that got me. That look picture. at that She's face. Just she is a mental patient, and we accept too much lunacy. There's something wrong with her. I don't oh, look, look at look that. at this. That's disturbing. All the pictures are on TMZ. So oh, ridiculous. And she and so American Airlines. She's Canadian. She's a Canadian model. No, she's not. You go back. I miss the old days when you got hired as a model. You didn't just take pictures of yourself and say you were a model. Somebody has to hire you and say, you're beautiful, you're a model. Look at those uh, lips. Christian. Ugh. Christian model, looks like. She's Christian? I guess so. She's got, you know, I love Jesus hat on and a well, she does big love Jesus cross. And she's a Mary Magdalene. I think she yep. might be playing the part of the hooker again. Uh, anyway, she said uh, she got the heave-ho shortly after she was seated. Uh, her $5,000 first-class ticket. I don't know who's given her money, uh, it's she, unless it's to go check into a facility for Looney Tunes. Because she's not a normal person, and she's I don't like want Post Malone with boobs. Yeah. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Post Malone's better looking. <laughs> I would bang Post Malone before I'd bang this thing. This is repulsive. Uh, anyway, she's like uh, again in Ugh. a selfie posted from the plane. Of course, that's what models do: is take pictures of themselves. She's wearing a sports bra and has earphones in, and says they came by and said, "Lady, this 
whatever you got going on here with this outfit, unacceptable public behavior. You got to go. And we have to start doing that again. Yeah, she's we have that. to. She's wearing that top. I understand. I don't care what she's wearing. Somebody has to say, hey, you have a mental disorder. You're not normal. And stop treating this like, you know, she's living her best life. You're a, you're a lunatic. I'm, I don't want to be anywhere near you. If that thing showed up on the light rail, I'd get off the train and be like, oh, this is bad. Look at her. <laughs> There's Postino's this uh, Friday she, night. She put a giant <laughs> bottle of wine on one of her oversized, ridiculous cans. We have got to start pointing out lunatics again and stop feeling bad. She's just herself. You don't know her personality. I don't want to know her personality. Remember the old days when you'd look at somebody and go, that's a nutbag. Don't get to know them. Judge a book by its cover. Most all the time you're right. When you're not, people say, ah, you can't can't judge a book by its cover. Most of the time you absolutely can. Almost always you can judge a book by its cover. It's it's such a ridiculous thing to say you can't. It's the same thing that I always complain about when people are like, the lottery winners all lose their money because they do one story about a guy who blew it. See? That most people don't do well. Everyone who wins the lottery is happier. That's it. And nobody wins the lottery and goes, oh, no. Miserable. Everybody wins the lottery and everybody's happier the next day. Now, do they end up screwing their lives up? Do you yes. lose some friends? Sure. Of course you do. By design, you don't want those friends. The lottery guts your friend uh, thing because you realize who your real friends are. It's actually a great thing. So, yes, you can judge a book by its cover. Money makes you happier. The only people who say money doesn't make you happy are rich people who've blown their money or poor people who've never had it. That's all. Everybody strives for more money because it does make you more comfortable. Now, can you find happiness all the time with it? No. But you certainly, uh, you know, you can judge a book by its cover. A rich guy, you're like, man, he's got a lot of stuff. You're right. The good news about that is you can't prevent that. What? You just it just happens. You judge immediately. Absolutely, and so, we try to stop ourselves. And, so and I don't what know you're why. Saying is like that, this, that this first take a lot of times is the right take. Almost all the time, they teach you that with school. It's like your first reaction is almost always correct. Your first instinct is almost always right. You second guess yourself, and you start talking yourself out of it. If this Mary Magdalene sat next to me on a plane, I would ask to be moved. I was just picturing, um, thinking oh, if I'm sitting there. Kirby and I together, and she sits down next to us <laughs> right. in the third seat. One, I would love to see Kirby's face and yes. reaction. Oh, sure, that, I would. Yeah, it would be. I mean, her hips. Have you seen that? Looks like she's got a greyhound yeah. hidden in her pants. Like it's just left to right. It's about seven feet. And, and how can you so not be ugly. sitting next to that, constantly getting elbow boob? Oh, you're, you're, <laughs> yeah. And then you're going to go. Then, that's the reason I'd move. You're yeah. going to get sex. You're going to look at him, and you're going to be like, something's wrong here. Because she's a circus machine. The sideshow of P.T. Barnum has turned into the main stage. The, the thing we used to have to pay extra for to go see the bearded lady is now stuff that – think about it. The bearded lady is like somebody you can't make fun of anymore because it's, it's a guy in transition. It's like right. you can get fired for making fun of the bearded lady. You can get fired for making fun of whatever this thing is. But, yes, American Airlines, I'm giving you props today. Kick off weirdos. I don't want to sit by them. Your airline is better off this way, and I'm going to push that American Airlines did the right thing and give them all the press and them all the credit rather than this absolute insane mess of a human being that uh, somebody needs to – If you have A boutique Airlines, maybe freak airlines. Uh, how about she just uh, <laughs> walks from walks off these cans? The, the best thing that she can do is walk right into an insane – She'd be better floating. Yeah. Keep uh, her in the water. Real good people – 
will not accept this and say, she's just living her best life. She can do what she wants. A real decent person says, oh, she's ment- something's mentally wrong with her and she needs help. And, and the surgeon that keeps giving her surgeries needs to be kicked out of the medical world. Most people on the plane are like, look, I want to stare at her. Oh, I don't oh, want to yeah. sit next to her. I don't want anything to do with it. I want to. The freak show's very real. <laughs> but I'm not sitting next to that, even in first class. That's the reason I pay first class is to not have a freak show sitting next to me. Could you imagine? Our- yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, she's, yeah. She's, and that's the other thing. Could you imagine our dads or grandfathers? Uh, oh, when yeah. she comes walking in the Oh, my gosh. The reactions would be hilarious. There you go. Hey, John, sit next to her on a flight to New York or fly Allegiant all the way to Allegiant. New York. Allegiant. <laughs> oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? I would fly Allegiant, and that's crazy. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. But I just know, I know deep down no one on Allegiant has that much money for plastic <laughs> surgery. This is it. She's ridiculous. And we have to stop. Look, P.T. Burnham is alive and well. And we're watching his, his people won't believe it show that lived outside of the big top. P.T. Burnham's like, yeah, these are the freaks you won't believe. Uh, what is it? Ying Yang twins? I don't remember. Yeah, if that was, yeah. It wasn't yeah. Ying Yang. Was it Ying Yang? Kyle and Yang. Yeah, Kyle and Yang. They weren't the Ying Yang twins. That was the a Chang. rap group. <laughs> But the, uh, yeah, Chang and Ang. Chang yeah. and Ang were the Siamese twins. He put them in a corner and went, you're not going to believe what you see over here. Uda Benga, uh, you got the bearded lady, you got all this stuff. And P.T. Barnum, even back when he was like, this is going to get you, he was the one that would look over and go, we can't put this up front. This is, this is like the beaded curtain. This, you got to go back and see it. Now, it's TMZ's top story because the freak show is what we look at first now. And we act like, oh, we're non-judgmental and. Don't, you know, everybody's allowed to do what they would. No, lunatics are lunatics. And we need to get back to that. Pointing out the weirdo kids in school. We've been talking about that since Uvalde. That went away, and look what happened. The weirdos got to mix with the normals, and now there's uh, there's chaos in your schools, and everybody's afraid. I'll tell you why. Because everybody's afraid to go, that kid over there, that Jesse over there, he's he's absolutely bat crazy. My son is not. He's just hyperactive. No, he's not. He's an asshole in training. And uh, if you don't start doing something about it now, besides giving him pills every five minutes, he's going to marry Mary Magdalena, and you're going to have a shooting at your house. Start pointing out weirdos. Judge books by their cover. Judgment used to be a natural thing we trusted. It's inherent in us to walk down the road and go, I don't like the way this feels, and go the other direction. That's judgment. You're constantly judging. Everyone's doing it. Now, some people don't understand how to do it, and they'll go, black guy, judge. That's not what you do. You don't place it in a category. You judge it based on, like, how does this particular incident look? I don't like the look of uh, five tattooed, facially tattooed uh, white guys going on. It doesn't mean I don't like all white people. I just don't trust that that situation is going to be comfortable. When bikers roll up, like 15 at a time, and they look the real deal. Uh-huh. They're probably not going to want to hang around yeah. with me. I'm going away. Yeah, I'm not fitting in. I'm the fish out of water. Right. I'm getting out of there. I'm not I didn't turning realize in, how much but. American was like Jesus in a way because they saved her from being stoned on that plane. 
just like Jesus saved the original Mary Magdalene. American Airlines? I don't think they were going to kill her, Brady. Jeez. No, the passengers. <laughs> That's what I'm public, saying. A public stealing. You thought they were going to kill her? Well, she's no. getting one. Yeah. But, and also, we have to fight back on what famous is. If you take pictures of yourself on Instagram, you're not a model. Someone has to hire you. You have to get hired to be a model. I don't know, John. That could be the, it's the new fame. Just That's what I'm saying. There's no gatekeeper. The new fame is uh, stop it. We as the society have to, have to sit back and go, you're not a model. And whenever they say, I'm an Instagram model, no, you're not. Everybody is. Everyone, it's not impressive. Everyone is. Now, you can be an Instagram model or a model discovered through your Instagram pictures that ended up becoming wealthy off of that. Good for you. But not every, everyone is an Instagram model. If you've ever taken a picture of yourself and put Brady's an Instagram model because there's pictures of you on the Instagram. I need to put that on the profile. Yeah, put it on there, Instagram model, because you, you took a picture of yourself. You're on Instagram. You're an Instagram model. Everyone is. Yeah. Everyone change it. Every Instagram models that think Hildy, Brady, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, I mean. Now, again, you have to understand the nuance of Instagram model. Everyone, in fact, it's like an SAT <laughs> question. Everyone is an Instagram model. True. Not everyone on Instagram is a model. <laughs> there you Keep have that it. in your head. Do that math for your uh, brain for a little while. But this thing that showed up yesterday, and I was like, all right. This is it. And then I read an article. And Do you remember the story of how your grandparents met or your parents oh, maybe? No. They probably told you, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was probably lovely. The, your, it was. My mom was your, a freshman in college. My dad, fresh from uh, summer in Cuba. Yeah. Six years old. The revolution. Started scanning the Ohio State University. Went yeah. to the He was out of house. school. Yeah. He wasn't in the school and he was hanging around the sororities. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> we would have pointed him out. See something, say something. <laughs> What was he doing back at the college? Oh, he you know, he had his fraternity brothers. He'd go back there and see him and hang out. Six that was years after he was out? No, he he was out for three years. Oh. Yeah, but they And he'd go back and just yeah, he'd go party back. at the frat. He was that guy. Yep. And so then there's varsity a blues yeah, that shows he was up. That guy. Twenty seven year old dude hanging yeah. out at the sorority house. <laughs> and he found a young He was referred to by you know, you might like this girl. I think they went on a oh, okay. uh, a a double date. Got set up. Yep. And at any point in the story, did your mom say, oh, I was kind of out of a relationship and wasn't really looking for anything or uh, had just broken up with a, a bow? They called them bows back she, then. She was looking for some BDE. Yeah, she's looking for, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Is it your grandma or your mother never said, well, I was just kind of looking for some big dick energy. So I asked. <laughs> that's the love story of Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. <laughs> it's in that? the story. She's like, yeah, yeah I, I didn't really... I heard he had a big dick, and that's what ladies crave, like, uh, you know, Brondo. So I, I decided to get myself some big dick, and it turned out to be I kind of liked him. DTF, too. Yeah, that was DTF. I wanted some big dick energy. Oh, Mom, tell us how you met Dad. Well, your mom was looking for some huge hog. Uh, she was a bit uh, on the down. You know, she'd just broken up with uh, a crazy rapper. And uh, I thought, uh, what I really need is a guy whose reputation is mostly dick. And I found a guy and uh, took his D. And turned out I After liked his personality. Sketch. Yeah, we gave a little smooch. On, uh, he was on a TV show. And I gave him a little kiss. And I'm like, you know, I hear you have a huge dick. I'd like to use that. And he's like, sure. And she did. And turns out they had a, he has a winning personality on top of it all. Did your parents ever tell you that story? How your mom was just uh, searching some, out some big dick you and mean, found Kurt? That's different. No, your parents didn't have <laughs> no, that story? My mom, no, my mom said. I, I, oh, I mean, no, they didn't then. Your father has such <laughs> a huge hog. And so what, what I did was tell the press. It's the simulations completely shattered that I was reading a news story and the second story was Kim Kardashian 
Started dating Pete because of reputation. And I'm like, oh, God, what is it? And sure enough, it wasn't even, like, veiled. It's like, no, he's got a huge dick, and I wanted to. But she's I a lunatic. Yeah, all women want that. And, uh, and the kids go to dad, Kanye. What does that mean? Why is she? She's got, you know, like, kids under six. Right. And she's telling everybody, this boyfriend of mine, whoo, hogging me. <laughs> Daddy, did you read Mommy's article? She's in the paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I read it, yeah. I don't like it. I'm a genius. He's busy trademarking Yeezus. Yeah, yeah, he's marking I got to get my Yeezys out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I just thought. Wow, that is their story. And she's happy to tell it. Funny, but it's funny amongst friends. It's it's news. So you get this Mary Magdalene. You got um, a dude crawling around in someone's urethra on TV last night. <laughs> I'm like, what? And I'm all for letting loose, the, let the the horses out, the barn gates open. But some of it we still have to point at and go, yeah, I'm all for the barn gates being open. But that's still weird and that's still weird and that's still weird. This lady on American Airlines, the too big of cans to, because shirts don't fit her and that's the goal. If you want this much attention, just take all your clothes off and stand outside. That's it. If you're craving attention that badly, if you're mentally disturbed to the point where you've done this to your body, and you, she is getting attention for it. I don't know who's paying her. Every picture I see of her, she's in a poor apartment bathroom. I don't know who's giving her $5,000 first-class seats. I don't know. This is a freak. She is a freak. That's kind of the model money she makes. She's going to be on. She's probably got enough followers on there that. I guess. We got to be careful. fans. You know she's going to be on Pornhub probably in the next couple weeks. Yeah, you might stumble onto that. After this, she definitely is going to be on there doing a movie. She is repulsive. And repulsive things need to be pointed out. And again, I don't know how. They haven't stripped the doctor that did this to her of every license he's earned. You can't do this to human beings. I want my breasts to be the size of Hyundai's. All right. You got the cash. I'll do it. She is, and her lips, like she's broken. Like this is, it's actually quite sad to see the freak show and everybody having to, to turn a blind eye to freak shows and say, this is totally normal. Everything's okay. It's not. American Airlines, kick them off. Lunatics get kicked off planes. We all have to travel together. We all have to be members of society together. Lunatics, catch the boot. Apparently she does do porn from what they're saying. She does? That's what they're saying. Somebody just said that. I've never wanted to be gay more (laughs) than look at whatever that is. Mary Magdalene in the passion of Christ. Oh, yeah. I would coat me in chocolate LeBaron juice much before ever looking at this thing. Look at her. Termite, come on over. Yeah, termite, (laughs) climb in and boom. Let's let's do this. Get me a mini man inside my urethra on TV even. You got to call out the weirdos. They're running amok. Darwin is kind of sitting there going, guys, I told you, when you start letting the species get strange and weird, it gets weaker, and then it starts killing itself. We're doing that. The strong, the strong and the smart shall survive. Not this. It's not a thing. It's disgusting. Now, the big dick energy story is just something you don't want to do when your kids are around. You just don't. I don't know if that, and, I, and maybe it's just. How about that? She just orders it. She's like, oh, I didn't, you know, we hit it off, Pete Davidson. Yeah. But she goes to the producer, give me his number, mm-hmm. text him. Brady, that's how it's worked for women the whole time. I, I know. We, we marvel at it because when they want it, it's theirs. And any woman that says, I can't get laid, 
Stop you're not it. trying. You're not. You, all you have to do is ask somebody. Just go to a bar. You may you may get shut down a couple. Oh, kid, I'm sorry, I got five kids. Beautiful. Wife. All right, next guy. You want to go do it in the bathroom? Show you're going to find Mary a guy. Magdalene. Yeah, no. it's 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 gross. So uh, yeah, I hate to say it, but judgment works. It's a fact of life. We do it every day, and we have to get back to saying that that's what we do. I don't judge. I don't see. I want to get to know someone. Uh-uh, you don't. I want to see that that uh, lefty mom that's trying to be accepting of all behaviors sit next to this thing on an airplane with her kids. <laughs> it's not happening. Play pretend like you accept it all until it's in as your yard. As much as I'd like to see it. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to see it go by and ridicule it to no end, which is what we're doing. Got an open seat here, Mary. Yeah, Mary, sit next to me because I'm going to destroy you on the radio after I after I hear the nonsense that spills out of your mouth because I know for a fact you're mentally disturbed. And by the end of the conversation, I'd be like Brady was at the strip club trying to talk her into going into a facility. You need to, you need help. This oh. you know this is bad. Yeah, time out. I my bad life because I understand that people. I can't understand a word you're saying. Say that again. Your lips are literally what John Gruden got fired for. Their Michelin tires. <laughs> John Gruden can't say it, but now about you, he can. This guy Mark sent this over. This was her five years ago. She's probably pretty. No, no, completely. Oh yeah, okay, that was better than An I thought. Absolutely lovely Normal. lady. Yeah, going to Blue Jays games. Yeah, she's hitting the Blue Jays games, wearing a pair of jean shorts. Her cans that... back then didn't look too bad. No, I mean decent size. But I'll tell you why she turned into the thing on the right. She's mentally disturbed. Yeah. We're so quick to accept everybody's behavior that we're looking right past the fact that there are people who are mentally disturbed that we're just like i don't judge if you're really a nice person you'll look at her and say she needs help nobody should want to brag about putting two 12 ounce beers on their breasts ever and and like those were 16 ounce cups i mean speak for yourself trust me (laughs) if you had a girlfriend that did it you'd hate her My baby has two Yeti cups. Yeah, thirty ounce. Take a gambler. Uh, she's got look at this. She's got thermoses on her cans again. The first time you'd be like, "Oh my god, that's hilarious!" And then every time you go to a bar and she does it, you're like, "I hate her. I can't stand that she's this hungry for attention. Something's wrong with her." This guy wrote in. She has pictures of her before surgery. Very pretty. Something is wrong yeah. in her head to think yeah. that that mess is looking good. And we we encourage it by saying, "Oh, don't judge." Okay, look, uh, Wrangler. Weird Mary. Wrangler 35, 17 and a half. Let's stop flapping those gums and let's go to the doctor and get you fixed up. Hey, my baby. Great. Yeah, you're a desirable type. And you know when she commits suicide, everybody's going to be like, that's sad. Oh, you heard it here first. Because she couldn't fly. Yeah, right. The doctor wouldn't give her wings. And Red Bull lied. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. And you know, I was talking to Lovitz this weekend. You know what TMZ stands for? I didn't know this. Uh, Because celebrities, of course, obviously either love or hate TMZ. And he's like, oh, they they try to set you up. He was at a topless beach in Miami. And uh, and he said uh, they kept these girls kept coming over to him and he goes and I didn't think they were old enough to know who I was and their tops were off and they're like oh my god could you hug us and he's like oh I don't want to do any pictures where I'm touching anybody it's and he kind of sensed something wasn't right yeah and he looks over and he said behind a bench there's a guy and they're and she, they're trying to move him over there's a dude snapping pictures 
And then they ended up using a story that said, creepy old man at Topless Beach bothers. And he's like, they were coming up to me and they were setting me up. TMZ stands for 30 Mile Zone. And I looked this up after Lovitz told me, because I'm like, maybe he's just mad at TMZ. In the olden days, pre-internet, way before, in the 40s, 30s, 40s, 50s, uh, Los Angeles PR departments, Hollywood, everything else says, we can control the media within 30 miles of here. Once you get outside of that, uh, it's out of the zone. You, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah. Right? So, so the 30 miles, keep it in the 30 miles zone if you're doing something loopy or go high, right? Because we can keep them in, under wraps here. Uh, now they're saying uh, there isn't one. TMZ is 30 miles zone. Like they can do whatever they want on the thing. It might be the opposite. It's a thousand like, miles. Whatever zone they now. could control. Yeah. Like there was thirty mile zone that they're like we're comfortable in that zone. They don't mess around. Like you know, and it was the weirdest thing. Like they, or maybe it that was the opposite. Like go outside of thirty miles to do weird stuff. But yeah. if you're here, don't do it. That was one of those things. But the thirty mile radius is what they wanted the stars to be aware of. And now TMZ is like just basically saying, remember when that was a thing? We got you everywhere, anywhere we want. There isn't one anymore. There's no controlling us. You go on the road, we're there. We're there. There's no more 30-mile zone. There's no controlling what we're capable of. Did you guys eat before you came in? Why? You got pictures of her naked? No, but... (laughs) Brad is already depressed. (laughs) Oh, God, her camel toe. It looks like... That is front butt right there. That is is the butt in the front. That's a front butt. Oh, Brett, turn it off. (laughs) Oh, Oh. Here's our new midday. Yep. (laughs) Can't, and look, if that got on a plane and I was working, I'm like, well, she can't sit here. We can't have this. There's there's still some decorum in society, right? There's still some a semblance of organization and acceptable behavior. The bearded lady is alive and well. We're giving you that one. Not It's not everything goes quite yet, but it's starting to turn into that. Especially in first class. I, I'm in first class, two things I don't want to see. Uh, long beard and that lady. That's pretty much it. If I see long beard, I'm nervous. I'm not lying about it. I don't like long beard in first class unless it's Justin Turner or someone I'm like a famous person I'm familiar with. A strange, uh, I'll be honest, a Muslim long beard in first class. I'm not happy. I'm not comfortable with that. And I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to turn him in. But she walking in on that, I'm going to be like, All right, look, let's get her out of here. This is, I'm, I'm going to throw up. There's kids on this plane. That's the only time I'll ever protect the children. I'm like, there's kids on this plane. Really what I'm doing is trying to use the kids to get her away from me. She is gross. All right, John. All right, John. Sleep with that freak or eat a Guy Fieri meal. <laughs> Guy Fieri meal. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> because I know it would taste better than whatever's going on down there. Mental patients don't take care of their genitals. So I'm telling you right now, that thing, that smells like uh, mayonnaise that's been in a Phoenix sunshine for a couple hours. Put it up. For uh, you me. know, a hatchery that drained itself and maybe some beach sand and turds. That's It's a litter box. It's got litter box scent to it. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, she's mentally ill. Yes, you are mentally ill. You need to cut. You need to go flap those giant gammers. Don't turn the fan on. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Mary Magdalene can't be in air conditioning. Everybody, uh, everybody, bow down to what she needs because lunatics are like that. And that whole see something, say something thing has always made me laugh because if you had Muslim neighbors that got too many packages and you wanted to say something and it turned out they weren't getting bomb material and you turned them in, you're a racist. So nobody's actually going to do the see something, say something. So only do it when you can with freaks. Freaks. Can you imagine how loud it would be if uh, she was on the back on 
Brett's bitch pad on his motorcycle. Oh, Just the sound that would make. I'd be like in Cannonball Run. I'd be yeah. riding a wheelie all the way from here to New Mexico. There's no way. First off, two people are not going to get on a motorcycle with her being one of the two True. people. Second, it would sound like there was another motorcycle behind you when you got going because those lips would start banging into each other so hard. Hey, what's going on back there, mental patient? I can't hear you because I'm 18 feet from you. Your boobs are in my back. Is that silk hitting our windshield? (laughs) What's happening? What is that guy transporting some sort of weird Janus puppet from the Muppets? (laughs) It's just just gotten out of hand. People need to start pointing it out. It just needs to be. We need to point out weirdos. And everybody does, even weirdos. I was with a guy who has tattoos on his face once. Saw another guy with tattoos on his face because you can't trust them. <laughs> I'm like, no kidding. He goes, oh, no, trust me. I said, I'm one of the weird, rare ones. And I'm like, I didn't trust you when I first met you. He goes, you shouldn't. Guys with tattoos on their face. And he, and he, was, uh, he regretted every single one of them. If you're not famous and you have tattoos on your face, you've made terrible mistakes in life. Like lots of them. You can have like a cute little thing. But if you've got tattoos all over your face... And you're, you know, working roofing. I assume you got those in jail. Sorry. You shouldn't do that. Well, everyone does. I'm just letting you know how the world works. Despite the way you want it to, it doesn't happen that way. Okay. If I ever got into an argument with this giant inflatable face about what normal is, I would just let her talk. I'm like, all right, go ahead. You can be able to tell everybody what's normal. I am normal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you done? Here's five grand. What do you want to... Oh, but I want a waist. Twelve-inch waist. That's a good idea. You should do that. Your internal organs will love it. She's going to kill herself. She's going to commit suicide someday, and everybody's going to be like, oh... Yeah, we probably knew so, it was coming. So nobody really cares. It's late. Is this late she, now, man. Is this what she sounds like? Oh, you got you got mush mouth? There you Helping the baker and the butcher bring the boxes in from the back of the building. Real believe it. Help him. Why would she say that? But I love that she'd say that. Help the builder and the boxer. Anyway. Yeah. Is that Mushmouth? It is. Yeah. 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 yeah but Mushmouth, yeah, Mushmouth had smaller lips and he was being like made fun of. Five times smaller. Yeah. Mushmouth's not even close. I love Mushmouth. He was <laughs> Somebody slowed him down. <laughs> anyway, do it today. It's point out a freak day. Point out a weirdo day. Tell your kids, start teaching your kids what weirdos are. I see that line at elementary schools. You're all afraid. Of uh, your kids getting abducted, everybody, nobody lets their kids ride buses or walk home anymore. You're all like it's a ten mile line over at Hopi Elementary School every day because people picking their kids up because they're afraid of weirdos out there, and yet they're teaching them the whole time. Oh, don't be, don't judge a book by its cover. Well, you're teaching them that they're going to get abducted, and then you're not giving them any skills on how not to. They can find their skills on the internet. Any adult, here's the rules, kids. Any, YouTube. Any adult that you don't know that likes to talk to you, it probably is a priest and is uh, going to touch you with his pee-pee. Just keep that in your brain. And you know what? If they're not, it's a win. But safety first, eh? Any adult that it's wants to. very Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very Canadian. I'm talking to everybody today, Brady, and she's a Canadian lady. 
Tell Kirby that. Look, any adult that wants to talk to you is, well, you're going to fail. She's, I'm surprised she hasn't been kidnapped. She knows. If it wasn't for her feet so hard to cram into the back of a van, she'd have been gone years ago. Because Brady loves to talk to strangers. And I'm sure Kirby would wander up to a stranger and think everybody's great. They're not. Assume everyone is a rapist and let them prove you wrong. That's how I've lived my life. And guess how many rapes I've been a part of? Zero. At least on the receiving end. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fact. I'm in control. How many how many times was I raped? You know, at Sears once, Mark Stebbings and I were trying to break the elevator, and we were stopping it over, and we found the stop button on the elevator, and we were having a blast. It was two stories, Fiesta Mall. Two stories, hitting the button, stopping. And we get out, and there's this dude standing there. And we're looking like, uh-oh. And he grabs my shirt, and immediately I just start, like, doing kid things like i'm you know wiggle out of the shirt i'm running come back here i'm like ah my brain because my parents taught me correctly was i'm gonna get raped stranger danger i wasn't even thinking security please stop messing with we were doing bad things i didn't think police i ran because i thought this unannounced uh, guy with no badge or anything else is trying, trying to nab me yeah oh yeah, yeah no definitely mark it's every man for himself during a rape <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and, and uh, you know, fight off your – if you couldn't fight him off, well, then you were, I guess you're the slowest one in the pack. You got eaten by the lion, gazelle. Sorry, I'm going to go to the watering hole and get some more drink. It's funny. It's the first line in Father Dale's latest book. Yeah. <laughs> Every man for himself. Every man for himself during a rape. Bless you all, Father Dale. Yeah. So I didn't know, but he tore my shirt and everything else. And he goes, I'm with security. And he nabbed Mark, and then I'm standing there like a few feet away, just breathing real heavy, like make one move, and I'm running again. And he's like, you're stopping the elevators, and we're going to take it. And then you realize, oh, authority figure. And he took us into the back room. But I assumed rape because my parents taught me the right way. Any adult, How was it? The rape? I uh, wasn't part of it. We, we got yelled at and banned from Sears for good. Oh, I was there a week no. later. Oh, my God. <laughs> a week later. Oh, my God. We're banned from Sears forever. We'll be back next week. Don't worry about it. And it was kind of funny because the first time back in the Sears at Fiesta Mall, we're like, I don't know if it's a good idea. Nobody, they, there wasn't a big meeting. You owe me for a shirt, for man. For two, two 12-year-old uh, hooligans that were going to destroy the Sears. This guy was a Sears. And then, and you know, as an adult, you look back, he was a Sears security guard. He had mental problems, too. Like, <laughs> he had made it to 30-something, and that was the best he'd done. So he was unhappy, generally, and liked to beat up kids. But, yeah, we deserve to be punished, but our banishment from Sears lasted a good seven years. You went years. back a week later with mustaches as disguises? We went back in there a little trepidatious. We didn't know how the system of banishment worked at the Sears Roebuck. We went back in there with, like, all right, keep an eye out for that dude. He wasn't going to remember us. Any- and if he did, we'd just run away again. He was slow. But any adult that wants to talk to someone under the age of 17 – is has uh, bad intentions if you don't know who they are it's stranger danger you judge them by thinking what is their angle and i can't provide them a thing but no you teach your kids they're all special yeah all the all our kids have something to offer well guess who's gonna ask for them to offer it weirdos adults want to talk to you because they might fly you to paris to be a model or something not happening your kids most of your kids are ugly too by the way Five percent of kids are decent looking. Most of them are ugly. Not going to be models. They have to call themselves models. It's not going to happen. Most of your kids are not special. Most of your kids are very average to below average. And most of them are pretty hard to look at. So the faster you guys embrace that, the better you're going to be at parenting. Nobody wants my ugly kid. I need to teach them that adults are bad. (laughs) 
You're special. You're not. Hey, kids, if you're listening, you're not special. You're 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 run of the mill, like all the rest of us are. Not or, my angel. No, yours is really super special. <laughs> I know she's the only one. They're not. Your kids aren't special. They're annoying and they're dumb. They're real dumb. If they're so special, go get a job. Oh, they can't work because they're too stupid to keep a schedule. Then I guess your kids are pretty stupid. They're dumb. That's why they have to live at home till they're eighteen by law. Because we don't trust them to do anything until they're eighteen, and even then, it's like I'm still not giving you anything important to do. Just the baby steps. Stupid, unspecial kids. Under eighteen, you have to join a good gang. Right. Find a new family. Look, if you can get into a gang under 18, it's better than what your parents – the gang is going to keep you in line more so than these uh, parents that keep telling you how special you are. At least the gang's going to give you a little dose of reality now and again with a beatdown. It's ridiculous. And this poor lady in her cans. Ugh. And guys, it's on us to not be blown away by the – not get booby blind by this freak. And I like cans like the next guy, but that's, oh, that's ridiculous. Those aren't – those aren't kids. You like them to be human. Yeah. Yeah. If you like cans like this, then go out into the wild and find like something that, like a, I don't know, like a, do elephants have cans? I don't know. Because she's about the same size as one. Instagram model. Anyway, just watch uh, the boys and dream of the day that we can shrink a man into someone else's urethra and explode them. <laughs> That's the dream I have, that someday that becomes more real than the world we actually have as real. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? It's a beautiful Friday morning. All these freaks out there. Point them out. Uh, it's 628. You call us up, 585-9800, and scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.